0: Welcome to the uh, daily devotional from the Church of the Palms. Uh, my name's uh, Dr. Stu Broberg. I'm one of the visitation pastors here. Let's begin, please, by um, focusing our hearts and our minds by listening to some beautiful and inspiring music. The scripture for today comes from the New Testament, the book of Revelation, it's chapter 19 and verse 4, where it says, and the 24 elders and the four living creatures bowed down and worshipped God, who was seated upon the throne, saying, Amen, Hallelujah. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be unto God. Let us pray. A powerful God, we thank you for your presence and how you inhabit your word. And so, through your spirit and through our Lord Jesus Christ, the living word, open and illumine your word and speak into our hearts today that we might have joy and a sense of wonder at being in your presence. Lord, bless us now. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, The scripture, as I said, is from Revelation, and there it says, And the twenty-four elders and the four living creatures bowed down and worshipped God, who was seated upon the throne, saying, Amen, Hallelujah. Uh, This is a great uh, scene of heavenly worship before the throne of Almighty God. Uh, It is a recapitulation earlier in the fourth chapter of Revelation. It has uh, much the same scene, except it adds the detail that these elders are casting their crowns uh, before this heavenly throne, before the Lord God Almighty. And this... um, Is uh, the inspiration for in the great hymn, "Love Divine, All Love Excelling," uh, the line "Till we cast our our uh, our crowns before Thee, lost in wonder, love, and praise." This uh, casting of crowns, uh, lost in wonder, love, and praise, is almost the perfect definition. Of heavenly worship. Um, all of this uh, uh, set my mind to thinking about a, a group of people in a former church of mine. Uh, they were from the Cameroon in Africa, and they were very, very uh, staunch Presbyterians. Uh, they had been in the Cameroon. there's a large uh, contingency of them in contingent of them in the Cameroon. and they were such wonderful. Members, I often would tell this story about them. A couple of them, um, uh, including Andrew and Mary, were on the board of deacons of that church, and it had come uh, to the deacon's attention. There was a man in the congregation who uh, had MS, and it had uh, kicked in in a way in which he was now sort of permanently in a wheelchair, but he was having accessibility issues at his home. So the board of deacons discussed doing something about it, a month later, you know, first the discussion in September, October. Well, now we really should do something about it. Uh, so we'll appoint a, a group of people for the design and the budget, and then they got together again. Uh, now, you know, it was in then November, uh, in order to make, discuss and maybe actually do something. And I remember in the meeting that Andrew and Mary they just sort of were smiling because they said, "Well." After the last meeting, uh, we just recruited a, a bunch of Cameroonians, and we went ahead and we built this ramp for this man. Uh, ADA compliant, it was, it was just right, but they had just gone ahead and done that. And that was so like them that they saw a need and they would address it. Well, one of my favorite conversations with Andrew, and by the way, he was um, in the Cameroon, he had been... Uh, the top uh, person in the Cam- uh, the Cameroonian student and youth ministry there. Uh, so he was, he was quite a gifted person, gifted speaker, a wonderful Christian, great prayer., yeah, he was just a, a great person. Well, I, so I was asking Andrew and I said to him, um, uh, what Andrew, what do you miss the most about worship from, the Presbyterian Church in the Cameroon. And he thought about it a little bit and he was sort of wistful and he said, you know, uh, Stu, I miss uh, during um, the offering uh, uh, when uh, the elders will dance. I said, the elders will dance? What's that? And, And it was this moment in their worship service toward the very end where um, the people had been generous in their giving and their contribution and it it sort of set them off to this uh, spontaneous uh, celebration of the goodness and the provision of god and it was so that the elders would dance the elders will dance so i would share that a uh, little story with the session of that church periodically and I would say you know I want uh, this congregation to be so generous in its stewardship that one day you just you elders will just spontaneously that you will dance the elders will dance and when I would say that they would laugh at me you know and um, some of it was I think um, that they knew that I didn't dance at all you know I'm very self-conscious about that, I guess, and shy, and uh, so I didn't dance in high school, I didn't dance in college, I certainly didn't dance in seminary, so even the idea of uh, the elders dancing was amusing to that session. So um, that church also had mission projects to Africa, and specifically to Kenya, so I went on uh, one of their mission, one of our mission projects uh, to Kenya, where the Presbyterian church is very strong, uh, to the central rift valley and specifically to a little town called Anjouro, and there uh, they had, had a vision for constructing a clinic uh, on the church property in Anjouro, and our church had provided uh, some of the money and and the deal was always that the local church in Kenya would provide some of that money, and it was $25,000 that they needed to raise. So we were working on you know, laying the foundation of the clinic, but we were also gonna help them to raise this money, and they had set up this, it was called a Harambee, and this Harambee was sort of, I don't know, sort of a combination of a revival meeting and a fundraising drive, a worship service where a lot of people would be invited to come, and and would experience this Harambee, and and they wanted to raise twenty-five thousand dollars so they could complete uh, this clinic. So the day arrives; it's a Sunday, and and I get up, and you know you're supposed to uh, wear your. They, in Kenya, they call it full regalia. So as a pastor, you or you're black pulpit robe and you wear your clerical collar and your white preaching tabs and your academic hood and they don't care that it's, you know, it's 90 degrees in the shade you wear your full regalia and I show up and uh, people have gathered and uh, we're in the church and there are so many people that are there and I figure oh a few hundred um, you know, that they're outside because the church can't hold them all and so we're there, and they say, well, we're sorry to say uh, that our guest preacher, you know, the big uh, the big dog, uh, powerful preacher in the Presbyterian Church, the Reverend Solomon Kamau, has had car trouble, and he won't be able to be here. So eventually they asked, and they said, Stu, uh, would you be willing to be our preacher for the day? And maybe foolishly, I said, okay, I'll, I'll do this. Now, mind you, I had no sermon. I didn't even have a text. I didn't have a Bible text. And so it's like going like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? So we get in the processional where all the ministers of this presbytery and the mission team and so forth, and I would process into this group. And I'm flipping through my Bible, trying to find the the Bible verse I wanted to use, which was, um, uh, was King David, who am I? Uh, that thou hast brought me this far. And uh, there was a humility in that for me uh, to think of God bringing me all the way to Kenya and then having me preach the sermon. So we're marching in. As I said, the service has been going on for a while. And all of a sudden I look around and I go like, there aren't a couple hundred people here. There are thousands of people here, which I had no idea. And I went like, oh, this is big. You know what have I just done? You know they're relying on me uh, to preach this sermon, and and by the way in Kenya they don't they don't want just this you know little uh, twenty minute uh, Presbyterian sermon that we would preach here in the United States. No no it has to be forty five minutes uh, because if it's not at least forty five minutes then it's like well we haven't really had the sermon yet. So you know I'm going like oh man. So I, it, the time comes for the sermon, and I get up there, and I'm just, you know, I'm, I guess I'm desperate. I'm preaching my heart out. Uh, what was good was it had to be translated, so I would make a couple of points, and then uh, the pastor who was translating would then translate it. And I think there were times when he was really doing the preaching. So I, I'm preaching my heart out, preaching, preaching, preaching. And at one point I said, uh, and where did this come from? I'd never had this thought before. But I said, um, you know, all of us have come here today, and we have a figure in our own mind of what we're going to give today. But that's our figure, I said. That's not God's figure. Uh, God is a big God, and God has a big figure in mind. And God wants this uh, clinic to be constructed here in Enjuro. And so I said, so, I, you know, whatever is your figure... Uh, You need to give three times or four times or five times that figure uh, today as part of this service. Now, you know, honestly, if I ever had said that uh, to one of the churches that I had served in this country, I think I would have been tarred and feathered and run out of the community on a rail, but for whatever reason I was inspired to say this as part of my sermon on that day. Well... So I conclude the sermon, and it was all right. Um, nothing to write home about. But, and I sat down, and then, you know, then uh, they took the offering. Okay. It's like, okay, so they took the offering, but then, then they were going to count the offering. So they're singing and singing and singing while they're counting this offering. I'm thinking, oh, great, you know, if it's... And, and then, you know, and then I come... To find out, one of the pastors says, well, since you're not the Reverend Solomon Kamal, we, we then kind of were just hoping that maybe people would contribute $5,000. So I was just like, oh, great. So they finish counting the offering, and this very stern elder comes up, and he takes the microphone, and he, he's very stern, very serious, and he says, uh, I would like to announce... That God is good, and the people of the church are generous. And today, you all have contributed to the Lord more than $25,000. Now think about this. This is where, if you have a job in Enjuro, your daily wage is 50 cents. So they had contributed twenty five thousand dollars and it, and when he announced this, it was just like a bomb went off, and there was a great cry that went up and uh, and the music started and and yes and and the elders will dance, and the elders were dancing and then pretty soon you know the ministers uh, from the Presbyterian Church in Kenya. They were dancing and then uh, the mission team was dancing and then all the people were dancing because it was so extraordinary. It was, it was so miraculous for them that they had been able to do this, you know, I'd say in the power of God and what was occurring before them was... And finally, one of the, uh, one of the Kenyan pastors came over and said, Stu, aren't you going to dance? And I was just about to say, well, you know, I really don't dance. And I was like, "Ah, what the heck? You know, in for a penny, in for a pound. So I'm there, you know, full regalia, pulpit robe, and I'm dancing. You know, it was was a a sad rendition, you might say, of the boogaloo. But, you know, I'm dancing and I'm jumping up and down. And this went on for like 20 minutes, I'm sure. And uh, and it was ecstatic and it was... um, it was so filled with joy, and you sensed the presence of God, and, and there, w- there was so much a sense of celebration and almost this enraptured your heart was being lifted up into the presence of God. It was really, it was extraordinary. And um, I you know, in all the, my years of ministry, that's probably one of the things I think about and remember the most was that. Uh, one sermon in Kenya and what God had done through that time. Um, you know, um, and to dance uh, did require me to cast my crown, my ego uh, before the Lord and to kind of get over myself a bit. And and um, so you know, after that, um, I would again say to people, "Gee, um, it would be great if we were so generous uh, that the elders would dance." But I have to be honest; I I never really saw that ever happen again. Um, so I have I have a um, a holy experiment for you. Right? A spiritual exercise, a holy experiment. You know, when you're giving to God through the church, think about it. Take a moment. And you just say, "Hmm, maybe I could give three times, four times, five times whatever I'm about to give. And to give with this super abundant, um, over the top, uh, exquisite uh, miraculous uh, generosity and, and and to see what happens you know are you filled with joy is there this desire to worship God, to fall down and to worship God who sits upon the throne and um, you know if enough people did that uh, maybe you know, maybe even uh, the elders would dance. It wouldn't be, give till it hurts. Give till you experience this sort of perfect, exquisite joy and in a way in which, you know, that's that's the way heaven will be like. That's the way it will be to worship God for all eternity uh, in the presence of, of, of the Lord. Um... And the 24 elders and the four living creatures bowed down and worshipped God who sat upon the throne saying, Amen. Hallelujah. And Amen. Let us pray. A powerful God, we thank you um, uh, for um, a vision of what it is like uh, to worship you in the heavenlies, uh, before your throne and in your presence. And and Lord, we know we can do that uh, even today and that it is perhaps our own personal generosity that sets off all of those things and leads us to that sort of sense of uncontainable joy so bless us today encourage our hearts fill them with your love and with your presence uh, Lord that um, one day we too shall worship before you and and sing praises to you and say amen and hallelujah Lord we pray this all and we ask this all in Jesus name Amen.